Davies in the middle. Checks back against Carter and scores. That is atypical for the Amina Margot. Bar quickly gets it back again. Oh, but what a goal! Well, that sums up her season. smug due to recent results but we haven't had we haven't had the easiest ride but it's nice to see certain on other teams leave the the, uh, Champions League semi-final before we do Um, well I could say we do but we never know we might pull it off but I'm very sceptical at this point Um, it's Mm. been a rough 10 days for for us as football fans especially if you support the Arsenal men at the same time as well drained um, but as you, as, mm. as always, I am I am joined by Matt. He's trying really hard not to laugh at me right now. Um, I love this. It's <laughs> actually a duck on the pitch at Villa Park. No uh, way. Uh, best uh, Bescott um, Poundland Arena. Sorry, not Villa Park. It's um, not quite Villa Park this time around. Bescott. Yeah. It was delaying kick, so that's why I was laughing. But yes, it's, it is a bit... Hang on, you, wait, 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 hang on, wait, wait, Matt, Matt, Matt. Hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a, there's a duck on the pitch. Yes. Has the ref blown the whistle for foul play? Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and as everybody just heard, Adam Had to be is done. also Had to be in done. the room. Yes, Adam is also in the room. But Matt, how are you? Oh, um, I'm having fun. Um, and I think, honestly, this week, the fact we haven't had a game, the fact we can relax and everything because we know that we've got to play on Monday... Has probably helped a little bit. Um, uh, it's just getting into that rhythm again of just trying to find women's football wherever you can. No, absolutely, definitely. And Adam, how are you? Um, not great. Um, it's been a bit of a nightmare. Friday, um, came home to find myself um, my electronic fob let me back in the building so i had to leave get a win and find that my entire internet at home has failed so i've gone from the patchiness of hotel wi-fi to <laughs> I, yeah it's been a bit of a bit of a rough rough friday of watching no definitely um, i was hoping things <laughs> will uh, cheer me up somewhat oh hopefully hopefully um just to let our listeners know, or if you're watching on YouTube, the boys are watching the Villa game in the background. And if there is a goal, if they do start screaming their heads off, because it was a cracking goal by Villa, um, <laughs> you might want to turn the volume down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the latest news, the under-21s have brought home the Capital Cup for 2023. They were 1-0 down at half-time. Come back to one Taya Goldie sent us level within minutes of the second half, and she was also playing the match too. Um, we've got a few fixture updates. Chelsea um, away is now on the 21st of May, it is a 12 30 pm kickoff. Tickets will be on sale via Arsenal. Um, but if you can't go, it's on BBC Two, and it's end of season again. We've got an early kickoff at 2 30. 
um, at Meadow Park um, on, oh my gosh, I've forgotten to write down the date. It's the 27th of on May. The, thank you, on the 27th of May. Because some decided, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have the Premier League on the Sunday and not let the women have the Sunday instead and um, switch it around a little bit. Uh, yeah. Everyone thought, oh, OK, mm. we'll just, uh, just let the men ha have their final day and not let ha have the women have their final day. So uh, uh, in the nicest way, fudge you, whoever decides <laughs> to do that and, uh, and yeah. do well, better. Yeah. No, definitely completely agree there. I mean, and there's also like a, 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 a fixture. Oh, is his internet gone? I think so. the FA Cup final. No, I'm here. Oh, oh, if you let me get my words out of my mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No, it's no, no, it's because I realised I had the mute button <laughs> pressed down. That's why it wasn't working. I forgot to unmute this. My... And this, And this is why. Karma is my good friend. Yeah. <laughs> I told you to come and get you, Adam, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. the yeah. Yeah. just <laughs> Right. Um anyway, back to what we were talking about. The Champions League final for the women is on the same day as the men's FA FA Cup. Was it the FA Cup? Yeah. Yeah. So, which is another thing that's really irritating. Um, but I know which one I'd be rather watching anyway. So, mm. even even if, even, regardless of who goes through on Monday, I will be watching that because I want to hate Barcelona, but I do enjoy the way they play with certain, certain members of their team. I just enjoy watching them in general. Um, we are, th in other news, we are 3,000 tickets away from the setup. How exciting is that? Not just that, we've also got, uh, we are 3,000 tickets away from uh, a certain video being uh, released as well, including one of mm. our own and two of our <laughs> Scandies. So that will be very interesting to see what they've done. But I I'm looking forward to it. Um, I mean, it's a bank holiday as well. So happy bank holiday to everyone and enjoy it. Hopefully it's going to be nice weather, not and everything. I'm, I'm hoping it'll be a scorcher. I mean, it's been fairly warm down in London um, today, so I'm hoping it will continue. Although it's been overcast, but I want some sunshine. Touching wood. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, but another thing that I do want to talk about is the lack of ACL research for the girls. I mean, it's all very well doing research on ACLs when you when you're looking at a men a man's physicality, but I think for up uh, for the women, it's very very much different. Um, I feel like it's not enough research. There has been research done. It hasn't been. It's been submitted and it's not being used. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I'm, I was smiling because. It's just the same old things, isn't it? It's. I remember when when I was sort of similar talking about injuries and things like that on Canon Chatter, and I used the. I didn't know what words to use because I didn't want to be offensive and try and be. It's it's an awkward sort of situation to be a guy and try and understand the situation. It's the best way I can. Um, but it's basically, I think the. It's like it's almost like for a guy if if 
I'm going to use the example where I, a guy's fractured my foot because he's uh, six foot eight or something ridiculous like that, and he's just stamped on my my toe. Um, I was out for four. I was out for about three months. I know that's not exactly the same timeline, but yeah. those three months for me, it was painful not only to just walk, but it was painful to, because there was a, there was things that I was missing out on. There was missing out on work, which means pay paydays and things like that. I was missing out on um, football th- things that I wanted to do. I couldn't do. I just had to sit down and just essentially it was almost like a calling off period if you have to do that for nine months it's it's the mentality of trying to get back into it and mm-hmm. and that's not just on the recovery the fact yeah. that the research itself has been done but it's not being used to the fullest mm-hmm. it makes you wonder what are the clubs trying to do or what is the club protocol in place mm-hmm. if things like this happen um no, definitely i mean we know, obviously, Beth, Viv, are, Viv have been out for a while now, and Lee has now joined the uh, the group se- sessions in the medical mm. room. Uh, well, she's just started hers, and Beth's, Beth's going to drag Leah through it all the way through. There's no doubt about it. Um, but obviously, Beth has spoken up, spoken about. She's obviously lost her mum earlier this year, and she can't play football. She's spoken out and said she's basically lost her, her identity. Um, of who she is Um, I think it also contributes to the mental health of the the players as well because when you're when you're at home you're injured you can't do anything you are going to sit on social media you are going to see what people are talking about and I don't think that helps as much as there's a lot of love out there there is a love a lot of hate I think Beth's of a warped fortune is that she is she's got someone at home with her who is mm-hmm. running this this journey with her with her. she has a running well I say running because of the not run at the moment who she who she can you know sit with and they they can you know maybe joke about it a bit and 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 um, I feel more sorry for Liz on her own. And um, you know, she, she. I think we all know. Imagine she's absolutely devastated because if I reckon she won't play. To, is so close to the end of the season. I think she'll. These things should take a year. I mean, Chaos did her ACL. She still hasn't played this season. She was on the bench, but she, has, she didn't come off the bench. She hasn't made a come. I've done this with you. I was expecting against Chelsea. I was expecting it. So I was a little bit excited to see her back because yeah. I the, do enjoy watching her if, play. If the game had, been, if the game had been different, if let's say Barcelona had given us the the, the rampant thrashing we'd hoped, you know, she might have got ten minutes to the end. But yeah. I reckon she'll probably make a comeback in the final. That's what it'll be. Yeah. It'll be no, definitely. Final score a hat. Everyone love her. Do you know what? I think she'll probably come on for the last half hour max because I don't know what Barcelona's fixtures are right like right now. But um, there's no way she's going to play a full 90 straight off the back just because it's final. There's also a difference in this ACL. So we'll use, Alex, yeah. as, as you've mentioned, Adam, Alexi Pateas. I mm. originally thought you were talking about Lena Hurtig for a minute, but I got back into it. So, <laughs> um, so t- the difference between Alexi Pateas <laughs> and Taya Goldie. You've got Taya Goldie, <sighs> youngster, had her ACL done last February, 
last year in February. It's taken her essentially over a year now to get back to playing 90 minutes. She played the 90 minutes against uh, for the under-21s in their cup final. Also, we should probably mention our under-16s being unbeaten all season and winning the FA Youth Cup as well. Um, but just to compare that, it, it 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 depends on the player itself themselves as well. It could be it could be anything. We don't know what the actual cause is. Could it be um, could it be the equipment that they're being used that being used? Could it be um, <laughs> any anything else you want want want? It could be a, a number of things. It could be the fact that it, it could be it could be. Well, it could be- I could probably say just a logical play only could be the fact that they're on the, oh, it's and the train. So. It could be the fact the recovery is not right. The, the problem is there are so many permutations. That's the thing. And we, we, can, we can't. And uh, as, 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 as under research. That's why some, yeah, the, the correlation doesn't equal correlation, you know, just because you know, the pitch has been bad big mystery and it just feels that every game we, we watch now we're just waiting for somebody to crumple um and it's and it's devastating uh who is it that has turned around and said that they're going to is it nike or adidas they're looking to alter their boots so that they're available or it might even be puma that have turned around and said that they're going to try and change the style of the boot so that it fits women's foot so you look essentially instead of having a unisex football boot you'll have a football boot that's made for men men's feet and a, a football boot that's going to be made for women's feet and that will be that or if you if you whatever you fall on the sexuality scale you can pick one or the other it doesn't really mean mean a difference it, but it might mean the difference between not having as many injuries as there is in the women's game at the moment to compared to there isn't the men i would probably say as well i think there's like the women's games more aggressive than the men's you look at someone like a um in the champions league especially our game against wolfsburg physically it was a battle and a half yeah no i think that, that battle was made a little bit easier with no pop available um which is which was a relief for me um but now i completely get get what you mean wolfsburg have a very physical side we saw that last season um, hence why we got our free kick and that Tobin lotter combination. Um, I will relive that a million times over because I can just visualize it, visualize it in my head now. I could just sit there and watch it all day, honestly. And you, you can't tell me Tobin Heath didn't mean that. <laughs> she knew exactly what she was doing with it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, the thing is, you look at the way we play over here. There's only certain teams that play physically. And for yeah. me, that's Man United. Yeah. Bayern are very physical as well. That's how the Germans play their football. This, from what I've seen with Spanish teams, not so much. As if it's more technical and clinical for me. I'd say Barcelona are more technical, but they do mm. have some physical players in their team. You look at someone like a Rolfo, who will be yeah. physical on the t- sideline, uh, on the wings even. Um, you're probably looking at someone like a Paredes as well. Some of the midfielders, they're willing to bat- show themselves in that midfield. And it's, it's going to be interesting whoever plays them in that final, that's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um... I was just going to say, uh, my internet has pretty much done it. 
ACL, so I'm not going to uh, uh, um, hang around on this one. So I wish you the best of the no best on the next one on the Tuesday. But uh, I wish no you, worries, we'll uh, catch up with you on Tuesday night, good, Adam. Good evening, and hopefully, hopefully evening everyone, and um, good luck against Wolfsburg. Oh, she's it, <laughs> Wolfsburg. Rachel Daly. Ugh, come on, Rachel. I need Just the fantasy football points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam, I am sorry. I am going to say goodbye. I do apologise. I got distracted by Matt there. Um, so, But Adam will be back on Tuesday. Hopefully we will be in high spirits by then. But, yeah, Barcelona are through to the final. Um, was it really ever in doubt? They've not lost in 60 games. I think that was the stat that um, Leanne, Leanne Sanderson gave us over the commentary. Um, with this game, you you thought if if it was going to be one of those games where it was going to be one goal in it, mm-hmm. Stanford, at Stanford Bridge, you can probably say, OK, yeah, that's fair enough. But mm-hmm. then you would expect Barcelona to come alive in their stadium and and go full for it they, and in the end it just uh, just sort of came a bit of an issue because okay they went and got their second but then you think it in the second overall the first goal on the night but they didn't look to add to it it was almost like well we're through now it doesn't matter we can save our best performance for the final if need be um whereas Chelsea went on to get that equaliser but they just didn't look like getting that second goal and it just goes to show that Barcelona have got a great side at the moment and although as many people call them out for hoarding players and things like that when you're one of the best teams in the world and you've got the you've been in Champions League finals you've won leagues you can basically win the league without much worry then it's something that it's almost like they're the Arsenal pre-WSL. They're, they're able to just go and walk, walk leagues. They're able to go unbeaten for about, exactly amount, X amount of uh, games. Uh, if I remember rightly, I think this is the first time they've let in a goal as well uh, at home for over 80 odd games. So it, it, it's huge for someone to go, to, go um, over to the new camp or um, I believe it's the Cruyff Arena, um, which is their original home, and go and score against Barcelona. I mean, we did it last season. Obviously, we lost 4-1 on the night. But it just goes to show, at times, Barcelona are vulnerable, and you just got to make sure that you can get at them. It was like Leon did at the first 20 minutes. They just went out, mm-hmm. got, got them, and they ended up winning the game 4-0 last season. Yeah, no, definitely, and definitely. Um, another really, really interesting thing I, I do want to think about. I said, I was, I was thinking about this before the, before the podcast, and I was like, do we dare talk about what if we make the final now? What if we beat Wolfsburg on Monday? Do we it, dare? It, I remember a couple of podcasts ago I did say it was it's it feels like it is by the way 2-2 now Nikita's Paris scored with a header um but back to the the what if mm-hmm. it is it is the most Arsenal season if you think about it because you've had injuries you've had you're putting mm-hmm. players in uh, square pegs and round holes 
Mm-hmm. I kept on mentioning Katrina Cool playing right wing when she's a central midfielder, which is a bit bizarre when you've got other players that could fulfil that role. Um, unfortunately, uh, Lena Hurtig's had her issues this season, especially when it comes to injuries, so she's not been able to help out as much as we'd like. Um, but it's it's just feels like if we were to get to a European Cup final, the fact that we got there would be huge. It's not mm-hmm. based on the fact that this Wolfsburg team have previously won, I think it's the last two from Bundesliga's in a row. Um, they've got a fantastic squad themselves. So there's no denying that. The fact that they've got some top talent in there, albeit I think we'll probably, sort of, we've talked about some of them uh, being very aggressive in nature and perhaps um, being overly so at times. And then we've had the, the I th- it's just one of those things. I, I was thinking about this. Uh, at least every club has one sort of player that is overly aggressive. Yeah, and hmm. if you don't know I who it is, then just... I, I wonder who else could be. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but it just goes to show you. It, it, hmm. it, you kind of need that in your squad. It, it, well, if you, you do, don't have that, they're the backbone, aren't they? Really. Yeah. If you don't have that player, it it feels like you're when things go tough you're going to lose out it could be like a Leicester that who who Leicester really got that has got that aggressive bone in their nature and you've got to sort of go go through they feel like good players they don't feel like they're aggressive or they're willing to be aggressive throughout they they'll be nice in the tackles and um it it's just one of those but if if we do manage to do it i mean you could perhaps look at uh, previous seasons where we played Par- Paris and up losing uh, during that lockdown see that lockdown tournament and lost to them three three uh, one in the end but it was too little too late there was nothing going uh, which was a real shame it was last chance for a lot of those players as well and it just never happened but it's important that this see this time around that if we do get to the final we got to make sure that we carry it on. We can't afford to be like, okay, we've got there once, that's enough. It can't be a, um, I'm trying to think of other teams that have gotten to the final recently and not been there. It's, it's a problem because it's always been Wolfsburg, Leon, or um, Barcelona that have been in that final for the last five, three or four, well, five seasons. So to break oh, Chelsea, Chelsea was the last one. You're on mute, Lottie. My bad. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to myself. Um, I think the stat that it was that I read somewhere is their fourth season out of five they've made it to the final. Mm. So times are times are changing. Is it time for an English club to win it or win it again? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe you never know. But at this point, I like if we. <sighs> If we do get past them on Monday, and I kind of already know, <laughs> know what's going to happen over in Amsterdam, it's Am- it's Idahoven, I should I say. Sorry, I do apologise. Um, kind of already know. As uh, long as the girls pop a fight, I'd be happy. But we'll see what happens Monday. 
Um, it's really difficult. I'm not going to ask for score predictions today because I don't want to drink. I don't do score predictions before big games, um, especially like this. Um, Adam hasn't also given me one yet. No, he hasn't given me one at all. So. <laughs> so uh, Sorry uh, about that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, you can edit that out uh, anyway. No, I probably won't. I'm just like, sorry, everybody. I have got a bit of a underlying cough and I've almost coughed down your ears. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, not going to do score prediction for this. I'm nervous as it is. It's been, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, it's been a tough 10 days. I'm not going to inflict that on Matt just yet. Just yet. Just He's yet. now got his head in, for the audio people on Spotify he, and Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. He's currently got his head in his hands. <laughs> a big smile on his face because he knows what's coming i genuinely do not know this is the thing is that Mm. i think we weren't we were saying that if it was close it would be an amazing occasion and the fact that it is two all on aggregate and that it's not uh i thought they were showing the the key of paris celebration it doesn't matter um I'm so tempted to say um, Paris loves the Arsenal. Paris loves the Arsenal. La la la, la la la. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it, it's going to be one of those games where the crowd's going to really mm. get, got to play their part. And I definitely, um, if you are going, please, 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 do not be singing any Spurs songs. I don't want to hear them mentioned in it. They've never been in the Champions League. They've never had European football. I mean, they could be relegated this season. Although I will miss our annual two times batterings and the six points. But maybe somebody else deserves a chance to come up. But it's all to play for. Um, Speaking of the relegation battle, we've got Leicester this weekend. Coming up, uh, they are 10 points at the bottom of the table. Next next weekend on Friday, I do apologise. We do have them next Friday. I did want to touch on the relegation battle, but we will be doing a full Leicester preview on Tuesday night um, because the game is Friday. So we're only doing one podcast next week. Sorry? It must be my early birthday present. Katie Zellman's got a yellow card. Hey. <laughs> Sorry for that. If you want to just quickly run through that again. No, no worries. Uh, next week, we've only got one podcast because we are playing Friday night. So you will get your Champions League preview and your Leicester preview next Tuesday. But looking ahead to the WSL, I mean, as a relegation, we do have Leicester. Uh, the bottom of the table, 10 points. I know I've just said this, but Brighton have got that manager bounce and kind of got themselves two points clear. Um, at the moment, for me personally, it's a four-way race: um, Tottenham, Reading, and Brighton and Leicester. Um, looking at these fixtures, uh, they're kind of scary, and I've got to give kudos to Matt at this point and say well done for calling a Leicester and Reading relegation battle to the end. Although I do think it could go. It could go three ways. Could do, but look at Leicester, Leicester's fixtures for the end of the season. They've got Liverpool at home, Arsenal away, Chelsea away, West Ham at home, and Brighton away. 
I can't see them getting very many points from that. I'll be honest with you. Arsenal and Chelsea, there's no point there. Not going to happen. I don't think. Liverpool, maybe. West Ham, hmm, I don't know. Again, Brighton, they've got their new manager bounce. What do you think of Leicester's fixtures, Matt? The problem is with Leicester is that obviously there's not a huge amount of support. So they're using the men's stadium at the moment, but they're not getting the influx. So it's only when they get a big team like uh, Arsenal um, and the Chelsea's that you're getting these big numbers into your stadium. So when they play a Reading, they're not mm-hmm. getting the, the huge support they, that they would get. And that's what's causing them problems. I, I, I will look back at if Leicester were to get relegated, I would look back at their game against Reading where they lost 2-1 and they were leading 1-0 at half-time. That would be one game where you'd say that was potentially where you could have had three points. Yeah. And you, you could threw be, it away sort of thing. Yeah, you threw it away. And I, 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 it's just a bit of a problem now that you have someone like Leicester who's been in Super League now for two seasons, yet they can they carry on being in the relegation zone. It's not like they've adapted, they haven't learnt from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it might have to be the case of where they have to do a Bristol City, a Liverpool, mm-hmm. where they have to get relegated in order to uh, learn from those mistakes. Um, it will be a case of if, if Leicester can get something, I have a feeling it's against Liverpool or West Ham. The only reason that is is because West Ham and Liverpool are basically mathematically safe. There's no, there's nothing on the line for them. And th- again, this is one of the problems with the Super League is once you get into those ten to fifteen points and you're one of the lower teams in the league, you ju- you don't really care anymore because you know you're safe in math. And it's also you know that financial pressure is off as well because you can almost go out and lose those sort of games. Um, but hopefully that all changes in the next couple of seasons. No, definitely. I mean, I know on this podcast we have been calling for a bit more expansion, which brings me to the next subject, which is Tottenham Hotspur, and I really want your opinion on this. I read something earlier this week about Daniel Levy. He wants us to get rid of our relegation zone. I wonder why. Um, And wants us to have the same format as the NWSL. Think that's the right. Oh my god! The American super, uh, the American yeah. version of the Super League, isn't it? Yeah, basically, and the, no relegation. And he's clearly come out and stated he's not investing in his team because they're at risk of relegation. But how do you expect to compete if you don't invest in your team? Yes, you've invested in Beth England. Yes, you've got Manu Iwobuchi on loan, but that is not good enough. You're meant to be a big club. I put that in inverted commas as well. And you're just you've won two two games and a draw since October in the league. I mean, do they deserve to be relegated at this point? The, the, again, it goes back to the things that I've been talking about. Is that yeah. it, it, because you've only got that one spot going down? If you had that, either the relegation playoff where second mm-hmm. from bottom end up playing like the second, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I I can't remember who it is at the moment, but I'll just say that it's London City Lionesses for this moment in time. Yeah. 
London City Lionesses say versus Tottenham at the end of the season, mm. it gives them something extra to fight for. At this moment in time, because there's nothing to fight for towards the end, a lot of teams just give up and they're sort of already planning on their holiday season. Um, and just going from that, it's it's a real shame because everyone wants to see a very competitive league. And at this moment in time, can you say that WSL is competitive at both ends of the market? Ends? I'd say yes and not. Yes and no. Because everybody wants to stay up, but nobody wants to go down. But there has to be a team that goes down at this stage. I mean, they've got a reasonable run. But again, they've got Brighton on a new manager about. Man United soaring higher top of the table. Reading trying to claw their way out as well. And then West Ham. And West Ham seem to know how to get around Spurs when they're at home. So it's it's not looking good for Spurs, but they are currently the safest at 13 points. At the minute, there's three, literally three three points in it. And it's... I do apologise. I have lost my... Te- my uh, my table. <laughs> I'm assuming it is 13 points. Um, so they're, they're currently the safest, but I don't think they're going to be very safe very long. Um, it is the a other... problem, though, isn't yeah. it? Because you've got uh, last season, it would have been 12 points gets you over the line. This year, it's a little bit more. So it's, you can say it's been about a little 14, more. 15 points that'll get you over the line. I'd uh, say it's usually about eighteen points that gets you away from safety. Last season, it yeah. was thirty. It was it was that thirteen points. Mm. This year, it could be the fourteen points is is the mark. So yeah. it's a case of just making sure that it continuously goes competitive. And I I think it would be nice to instead of the FA to turn around and say, oh, we want almost like a Premier League for women's football. Mm. They need to market it as something completely different. We've got mm-hmm. some brilliant teams up and down the league. So uh, I'll I'll throw on Nottingham for, uh, Forest, who actually won their uh, League Cup against Watford's at the weekend. You had someone like Newcastle, who, Newcastle, who are close to getting promoted in their league. So there's a chance they could be comp- competing for the playoff spot in the championship, which will change next season. I'm sure we'll probably talk about that as well. But there's also other teams in there that aren't backed by men's teams. And that's the likes of London City Lionesses. That's the likes of London Bees. That's the likes of uh, Bridgewater as well. You're on mute. You're on mute. Sorry, I do apologise. Um, I just I just said Reading and I went, no, they're actually backed by their men's team. So, um. Because I know, I know they do a lot of lot of work together, so I can't actually say that. But yeah, no, as you were saying, Matt, continue, please. It's, it's even the likes of Coventry United. I know they're going to get relegated in the championship this season, but it's a bit of a shame, really, because um, it's another. Pl- obviously, they they've had their issues both on and off over the last couple of seasons, especially financially, which goes to show you that the women's game isn't what people are expecting that a lot of these problems that they're having off the pitch and on it, they need that financial backing. So it, it need, there needs to be at some point, some sort of um, a, a benefit to you to ha- set up your own women's football club and not have the backing with, with a men's club as well. It almost essentially 
that would be the ideal scenario because you don't see someone like um mm -hmm. uh, unless they're really hugely backed with a lot of money now i'll take a Salford city in the men's game uh, to quite easily go through and get promoted as quickly as possible or unless you're unless you so um, these sorts of teams need to keep on going i'll also point to lewis as well because they are basically equality fc yeah. in the championship as well and what they're doing is amazing and should they ever get promoted into the super league they'll probably be setting the standard for the other teams that aren't equally backed by them their men's their women's teams than they are the men's but yeah. it's also an opportunity for them to see how they've done obviously they've had the fa cup game a couple of seasons ago against arsenal mm. they've quite recently played um is it man united man united thank you in the um fa cup as well so it, it's that exposure that they're getting yeah but it, it's these these clubs need to also be protected you don't want to see um them be liquidated or get uh, mm. be given minus points and deductions and things like that because mm -hmm. it's, it, they need to be there needs there needs to be a safety net for these teams it can't just be um oh everyone's backed by uh, a sovereign nation who's got billions of pennies to spend in their back pocket they need to be able to be able to protect protect these teams yeah no i totally 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 agree with you there um i couldn't put could not put it better myself i mean i'm just going to quickly go over reading's fixtures and brighton's fixtures reading have got city away villa away spurs away chelsea away and in that mix arsenal at home because of our rescheduled match so 10 nope that is brighton i have completely read that wrong what a lemon so let me just do that again reading have city away villa away spurs away and chelsea away Brighton have got Spurs away, Arsenal at home, West Ham at home, Everton away and Leicester at home for the rest of the season. I think this person, team with the most scariest fixtures that are, they're going to really struggle, I've got to give it to Reading. We were worried about Reading a few podcasts ago because they are the only non-Premier League backed team. Um, well, when I say not backed, I mean no funding. But we could say the same about Spurs and West Ham, to be fair. <laughs> to be honest, they're not really supported by their owners. Um, so uh, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be sad to see them go. Do you think they'll come back if it is them that go? Uh, well, this is the thing, isn't it? It's a lot of these teams, it takes them a year to get adjusted and then mm -hmm. they bounce straight back up. You look at Liverpool, two seasons. Bristol have just got promoted as well this this time around. Yeah. Two seasons. Yeah. Next and they've season. moved ground as well. Yeah. They've moved ground, which is they really exciting to them. Well, that's that's so helpful for everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, totally agree. Because I did look up where their ground was and I was like, how the hell am I gonna get there? <laughs> the the Academy Stadium that they play in, it's yeah, so awkward to get to. It's it's out yeah. of Bristol as well, so it's just a bit bizarre. I take it. I'm I'm assuming it's in the middle of nowhere, um, from where I was looking at because all I could see was green <laughs> when I zoomed in on the map. But yeah. 
Although no, we we asked the Arsenal aren't playing this weekend. There is WSL action this weekend. Uh, we're currently on the eighty third minute over it over at the Villa game. Uh, it's currently two two. Eighty three minutes to go. What is the final score? I am going to go three two Villa. Yeah, hope that. <laughs> yeah, I'm praying. Of course. Uh, it's... I, I would absolutely love a Rachel Daly hat trick for my fantasy football. I would just love, love it. it. If, you know, you know when Manu went up for that corner and she nearly scored yeah. last yeah. game. I'm, um, I'm just kind of hoping that Hannah goes up the other end and does exactly the same thing. Just for yeah, I think it's but she would she, she might be a tad better than Manu because she used to be. <laughs> was it her who used to be a striker? Yeah, it was. Yeah, she was at Villarreal when and, she and then Villarreal switched her to a keeper. So we're going three two to the Villa with about five minutes plus added extra time now. Uh, Leicester City Liverpool twelve thirty kickoff tomorrow. What's the score going to be? See, this is the problem is Liverpool are almost on the beach because they know they're staying up. Yeah. Uh, but ideally, you'd want to see that. That was the other problem as well is that last week they went, they were home to uh, uh, Brighton and mm. Brighton went and won the game 3 1. So uh, I think just Liverpool are on the beach. They know that then. There's nothing going to be there, so I'd imagine Leicester are going to win that one. I'm going to call it quite tightly, though. I think that it's only it's going to be like a two-one win for Leicester. Yeah, no, I'm just look. I was looking at the Leicester fixtures, and I think out of the next five, they could possibly get points out of three. Um, I can't see them winning at Kings Meadow. Can't see them winning at Meadow Park. I just that can't. Was, Although we are injury FC at the moment. Um, twist. In the story, if they were to go and go to Kings Meadow and get something, they actually yeah. nearly did last se- uh, last season because it was one of their first games, and it was a real shame because it, I think it was harder who scored two goals. Uh, mm-hmm. No, it was harder and Kirby who scored in the last cu- couple of minutes, and that just killed Leicester off. And it was a real shame because they actually went and had a go at Chelsea, and not you don't see many teams go to Chelsea and do that. Yeah, no, definitely not. So I guess they could be heading there with confidence then. Um, but I still, <laughs> although we are all, we are hoping Leicester will pull something, I can't see it realistically. Um, A lot of people said that about Chelsea playing Liverpool at the start of the season. Yeah. We'll get um, Adam's prediction for this game, he has messaged me. Um, he has seen Liverpool win two one. So that's that is. Yeah, that's a full panel, basically 2-1. Well, obviously, I just I think Leicester are just going to nick it, hopefully. Um, and then that will make the relegation battle a little bit more interesting, I think. Um, on to the next game, Adam has called for Spurs to beat Brighton 2-1. I'm going to go Brighton to beat Spurs 2-1, just because it's Spurs. Um and I'm I'm because I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm anti Spurs. I never want them to win. So, what do you think, Matt? How do you think it's going to go? It was Alessi. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Martha Thomas trying to shoot wide. Um, this game, Tottenham. Uh, what do you imagine Beth England's going to end up scoring? Mm-hmm. She's in a really weird situation. She's scoring for. Uh, she's scoring, but they're not winning games. Mm-hmm. Almost like they've got the ingredients to go and win games, but because of, uh, to a, maybe it's just because it's Tottenham at the end of the game. <laughs> or, 
<laughs> I'm not like, defending them here, but it, like we know Levy won't invest in them because of the risk of relegation. Like. Yeah, that's the problem. Is if you're not investing in your team, there needs to be a sanction for that. Um, exactly. Um, Although you can argue he has spent X amount of money on Beth England. Yeah, it's just that's not going to solve it's not going to solve your problems. I mean, the only outstanding defender I can actually call from Tottenham Hotspur is probably Ashton Neville. I have to say it because I've cashed in on points on the, with her for the uh, fantasy football, but she and she is recorded repeatedly one of the top high-scoring defenders with the fantasy football when you look back over past seasons. But if you don't you don't have the quality like Ashton Neville, you're not going to get anywhere. One defender doesn't make a defence. Ashley Neville thrives on players around her. And yeah. even though she's not really, she's not actually the captain, which is a bit of a bizarre one. You would have thought someone would have given her the captaincy yeah. by now. Exactly. Um, but she she thrives on just being able to bomb forward and be able to put those balls in the box, which is why she's one of the highest scorers in the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's an interesting one, but... It's just bizarre. You see, see how is this game going to go out? You'd imagine with how Brighton have performed against Liverpool, they're mm-hmm. on a bit of high, three more points, and they're essentially safe. And they'll be looking to build on their future in the summer. So I'd imagine that Brighton will win that one. I'm going to say it's going to be another three-one. I don't know okay. why, but um, I know. Uh, for whatever reason, Casey Robinson. I was just going to say, don't you think Katie Robinson's uh, going through a purple patch again? She's, she's somehow managed to chip uh, Rachel Laws and score that goal. goal. Yeah. But for me, um, if she manages to do it again, that gives her a little bit of a more of an opportunity. The, the stats, if anyone wants to see them, they're on FB Ref. Um, her stats do not back her being playing for England essentially, but if she can get a few more goals and assists towards the end of the season, she'll she'll be in that England squad and it should, it'll, the the stats will back that. Oh no, 100%. I completely agree with that, but the thing is like we saw, we've seen glimpses of Katie Robinson play for England and when you're coming into a new team in a big stage like that I do feel like you need to give them a chance. Um, for example, Jess Carter for me. Lauren James, you need to give them a chance because we, we're all familiar with the Euro teams, the Euro team, and that was a machine in itself. Complete, absolute beast of a machine. And we were comfortable with that. But where we've got injuries going on, a lot of injuries, we've seen the, the likes of Esme Morgan come through, Jess Carter, and um, Esme Morgan Lauren plays on the, as a fullback. She doesn't play as a centre-back. Exactly. That is, I was just coming on to that. I was just coming on to that. And I've, I've just still... Trying to, trying to fathom Serena's decisions that game. I really was even sitting at sitting at the halfway line that day. Still can't work out. It didn't look right. Didn't feel right at all. It does make you wonder why why not? Uh, like you look at some some of these teams in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, they they have club links. So a uh, Steph Horton and Alex Greenwood were playing one side. And then you mm-hmm. have like a Millie Bright and a Lucy Bronze on the other side, mm-hmm. and it, make, it would make sense because you have some form of club club yeah. link. Uh, Rachel Daly's just got player of the match, just to let people know. Oi, uh, that's, so, that's brilliant. Um, but it's this England squad. It's it's so difficult to call now because people are saying 
is Steph Horton going to come back in? Um, is, uh, there's an opportunity, but if if Steph Horton comes in, mm. it would be, she would have to be the Gem Beatty of the team. If you, yeah. if you understand where I'm going with this, it's oh, based. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. She comes off the of bench. She, she, she and she swaps yes. with, yeah, yeah, with someone. We else. rarely see Jen start, and because she's that player that comes off the bench when you need her, and sometimes I. Do, this is going to be really harsh coming from me. I don't feel like she can do the full ninety anymore. Um, it's going to be really harsh for me to say because uh, we've seen her do the full ninety, but sometimes I just feel that she gets she runs out of energy. She's a fantastic. Thing. She's a fantastic player. Oh, I'm not. I'm not taking that away from her. I never will. But she's not our first choice to start. I mean, mm. Lost is ahead of her now as well. Yeah. When we look at that, but when when you when you look at that centre back pairing, you want Leah Williamson there. You want Hafaiello there, the best in the league. But now we've got no Leah. Who is going to be that regular regular pairing for the next year? Oh, that is my question. You've also got me wondering about next season as well, and I will probably mm. go into this a bit more detail, but I'm just wondering if Jen gets a six-month extension to take her towards mm. January. So then yeah. you essentially... And then we bring in Anna as well. So then it's... So essentially, a centre-back would be um, Hafa, Anna, mm. who's actually playing for Villa tonight, as well as Lotta, and then... Jen as well, making the next that fourth centre back that you need need in all the squads. So, mm-hmm. it, it, people are suggesting that we might even go for a um, centre back this summer. But if I'm honest, if we yeah. do bring in a centre back, can we turn around and say to them, "Look, you're going to only get an X amount of games." If mm. United have only gone and won it. Oh no! Guess who it was? Militerna. Yeah. I hope in it. I got her in fantasy football as well. <laughs> I'm happy, but I'm not happy. It's still it's still going in the ninety plus five minutes. Well, we got the score right, just the oh, right yes. way round, wrong way round. Anyway, oh, devastation. That's, that's really poor. It's a really poor goal. No, it's, it, I don't even know who who's Stanforth hasn't even gone to properly mark her she hasn't even it's just and Hannah Hampton's just frozen solid on the floor. it's mm. also a shame because uh, Villa deserves something from that and that's a real shame yeah, yeah. no definitely that's actually gut-wrenching especially when you got Rachel Daly scoring, scoring within nine minutes to kick things off just goes to show you you need to go and score more than two goals against United oh yes definitely absolutely Right, uh, now last game of the weekend, as I was on Sunday at 2 o'clock, Man City and Reading. Adam has gone 5-0 to Man City. I'm going to go 3-0 to City. I just can't see Reading winning at the Academy Stadium. Can't see it. You could probably talk about 6s and 7s again, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, The fact that Bunny Shaw is in the form of her life, Chloe Caddy winning the race. Yeah, especially with Rachel Daly going level with her tonight. She's gonna want to get her goal, her goals up. I, I so I, I I I'll call six nil. Um, okay. I, I generally do not think Reading are going to be able to do. It. I know for some reason a lot of these teams, like especially West Ham, when it comes to Arsenal, they'll come and block us. But when it comes to everyone else, they just like let everyone run riot. Uh, it's it's a really weird mentality to have. As you would have thought, 
if you're playing one of those top teams, you'd want to have that block against them. But it goes out the window with, within about five, ten minutes as West Ham. Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. All right. I think that is all, everything for tonight. Thank you for joining us. This is rather one of our shorter podcasts that we normally do. It's a bit, feels a bit strange Adam left us halfway through, but unfortunately his internet was not working. He will be back with us on Tuesday. Um, hopefully the hotel Wi-Fi will keep up, keep up and running and we'll have him back to get all his feedback from the game on Monday night. Um, Matt, thank you for joining me again tonight and persevering with me, especially with me and my mute button tonight. Didn't right. want to work, didn't want to function properly. Um, to wherever you are in the world, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening, and depending on your time zone, come on, you gunners. <laughs>